Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. This is Minister McNamara. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today we are going to be reading an Ecclesiasticus. An Ecclesiasticus. There's a C-U-S in this. These are one of the books that was uh, taken out of the Word. Thank you again for allowing us to meet with you today, Lord, and your word. And we ask, Father, that again today you would lead us in this word. You help us to understand this word and to take this word and use it in our lives today and every other day. And that we be a beacon to others as well, Father. Lord, we thank you, Almighty God, for your word and your understanding of this word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I sure will share. Amen. Okay, so we are reading on chapter 6. For a bad name will earn you shame and reproach, as happens to the double-talking sinner. Do not get carried aloft on the wings of passion. So don't get carried away with it. Don't let it take you to the things that you know you're not supposed to be doing. For fear, your strength tear itself apart like a bull, and your and you devour your own foliage and destroy your own fruit and end by making yourself like a piece of dried up wood. Okay? That's for men and women. An evil tempter destroys the person who has it and makes him the laughing stock of his enemies. Okay? Now we're going to read on about friendship. A kindly turn of speech attracts a new friend. Now let's, let's hear that. A kindly turn of speech attracts new friends. A courageous tongue invites many a friendly response. Let your acquaintances be many, but for adversaries choose one out of a thousand. If you want to make a friend, take him on trial and do not be in a hurry 
to trust him. In other words, check them out, everyone. Don't just automatically assume that they're your friend. They're like you. For one kind of friend is so only when it suits him, but will not stand by you in your day of trouble. Another kind of friend will fall out with you and and to your dismay make your quarrel public and a third kind of friend will share your table but not stand by you in your day of trouble when you are doing well he will be your second self ordering your services about. But if disaster befalls you, befalls you, he will recall from you and keep out of your way. Keep well clear of your enemies and be weary of your friends. A loyal friend is a powerful defense. Whoever finds one has indeed found a treasure. So friends are few by far, real friends. You can count them on your finger, maybe one or two, maybe three, perhaps. Keep well clear of your enemies and be very weary of your and be wary of your friends. Loyal friend is a powerful defense. Whoever finds one has indeed found a treasure. A loyal friend is something beyond price. There is no measuring his worth. A loyal friend is the elixir of life. And those who fear the Lord will find one. Whoever fears the Lord makes true friends. For as a person is, so is his friend too. My child, from your earliest youth, choose instruction. Until your hair is white, you will keep finding wisdom. Like plowman and sower, cultivate her and warn her fine harvest. For in tilling her, you will have, you will toil a little while, but very soon you will be eating her crops. How very harsh she is to the undisciplined. The same, the senseless does not 
the sen uh, the senseless does not stay with her for long. If she will weigh, if she will weigh as heavy on the senseless as a as a touchstone, and such a person will lose no time in throwing her off. Wisdom is true to her name, and she is not accessible to many. Listen, my child, and take my advice. Do not reject my cancer. Put your feet into her fetters and your neck into her collar. Offer your shoulder to her burden and do not be impotent of her bonds. Count her up, court her with all your soul and with all your might. Keep her, keep in her ways. Search for her, track her, track her down. She will reveal herself once you have, once you hold her. Do not let her go. For in the end, you will find rest in her, and she will take the form of joy for you. Her feathers, you will find a mighty defense. Her collar, a precious necklace. Her yoke will be a golden ornament, and her bonds be purple ribbons. You will wear her like a robe of honor you you will you will put her on like a crown of joy if you wish it my child you can be taught apply yourself and you will become intelligent if you love listening you learn if you pay attention, you will become wise. Attend the gathering of elders. Is there, uh, if there is wise man there, attach yourself to him. Listen willingly to any discourse coming from God. Do not let wise proverbs escape you. If you see a man of understanding, visit him early. Let your feet wear out his doorstep. Reflect on the unjust, uh, reflect on the injunctions of the Lord. Busy yourself at all times with his commandments. 
he will strengthen your mind and the wisdom your desire will be granted you. Now, I want to make a comment about that end part because this is something that I learned early on when I was young. And I tell young people today, not only should you um, respect and honor your older generation, your older people. When I say older people, I'm speaking of people uh, in their 50s on, okay? Um, you should really respect and respect anybody's respect and honor your parents always, but uh, you should definitely respect and honor those people who are 50 years and over. Now, why? Well, those people paved the way for the generations, the generations bef um, before them, okay? They paved the way for the next generation who paved the way for the next and the next. All right, so right now there's about three or four generations before the group of 50-year-olds now. And I see a lot of people, not just young, because I won't say young people, because I see the disrespect coming from people in their late 20s and 30s, and that's appalling. Um... You learned from your older generation. They have been here. They've been around. There's nothing that going on that they have not seen. It. The only difference is they put a new name on it or they put a twist on it. But as an older generation person, you can see right through that twist or that new style. It's the same thing. As the Lord said, nothing changed between the time he was here till now. Everything is still the same. It only has a twist. We have so-called modern technology, but nowadays they're finding out that they had that same technology back then, but it wasn't it wasn't like ours is today, but it was the same technology. Okay? So, it was just made out of stone and wood, and you get the picture. Whereas today, we have all this, these other kinds of metals. So, in saying that, here it is right here in the scriptures telling you, if you are around an older person who you see has a lot of information and they're very they have a lot of sense and they're they're very holy people you need to spend time with those people you can make time for them you need to check them out you need to get close to them you need to learn all that you can learn when i was a little girl and my mother was always saying Children don't belong around adults. Get out of here. Get out of this room. You know, um, back then, little kids weren't allowed to be around adults. Okay? If you wanted to hear them talking, you had to hide behind doorways or hide behind chairs. Okay? 
But the times when you did was usually during church or when they went for some kind of benefit dinner or they were serving at the old old folks' establishments, the, the uh, homes for the elderly. And that's when you got your chance to actually sit and hear them talking. Well, I was one of those children that stayed up under old people. I happened to like listening to them because they had more inter interesting things to say than, you know, the, the kids that I hung around with. They were just talking about the same thing as everybody else was talking about. And I didn't find that interesting at all. Okay, so just to give you a heads up, now this is for young people. You need to get around older people and listen to what they have to say okay all right let's move on do not do evil and evil will not befall you shun wrong and it will it will avoid you my child do not sow in the furrows of wickedness for fear you have to reap them seven times over. You hear that? Seven times over. Do not ask the Lord for the highest place or the king for a seat of honor. Do not parade your, your uprighteousness before the Lord or your wisdom before the king and do not scheme to be appointed judge for fear you should not be strong enough and uh, strong enough to stamp out injustice for fear of being away away by someone's influential and so of risking the loss of your integrity and this be the case today very much so do not wrong the general body of citizens and so lower yourself in population in popular esteem. <laughs> well, again, much of that is happening today. Do not be drawn to sin twice over, for you will not go unpunished even once. Okay? Do not drawn do not be drawn to sin twice over, for you will not go unpunished even once. Do not say, God will be impressed by my numerous offerings. When I sacrifice to God, most high, he is bound to accept. Do not be hesitant in prayer. And do not neglect to give alms. 
Do not laugh at someone who is sad of heart, for he who brings low can lift up high. Do not make up lies against your brother, nor against a friend either. Mind you tell no lies, for no good can come of it. Do not talk too much at the gathering of elders, and do not repeat yourself at your prayers. Okay, let's read that again. Do not talk too much at the gathering of elders, and do not repeat yourself at your prayers. So don't keep repeating your prayer over and over and over again. Okay? You say your prayer one time. The Lord hears you. And then you wait. Then you might say your prayer again once or twice more. But really, one time should should suffice. Lord hears all our prayers. And I know this is something that's uh, hard because a lot of us do it. I do it myself. But this here is a lesson to me. I'm reading it right here in print. It says, do not repeat yourself at your prayers. Okay. Do not shrink tiring. Do uh, do not shriek tiring jobs or farm work ordained by the Most High. Do not swell. Uh, do not swell the ranks of sinners. Remember that the retribution will not delay. Be very humble, since the recompense for the godless is fire and worms. And do not barter a friend away for the sake of profit, nor a true brother for the gold of or here. Do not turn against a wise and good wife. Her gracious presence is worth more than gold. Do not ill treat a slave who is an honest worker or a wage honor who is devoted to you. Love and intelligent slave with all your heart and do not deny such a slave his freedom all right now we're going to move into children have you cattled look after them 
If they are making you a profit, keep them. Have you children? Educate them. From childhood makes them bow, bow the neck. Have your daughters take care of their bodies. But do not be over indulgent. Marry a daughter off and you have finished a great work. But give her to a man of sense. Have you a wife to your liking? Do not turn her out. But if you do not love her, never, never trust her. Parents, with all your heart, honor your father. Never forget the birth pangs of your mother. <coughs> Remember that you owe your birth to them. How can you repay them for what they have done for you? Because they didn't have to bring you into this world. They didn't have to have you. They chose to have you out of love. And with that love came the responsibility of taking care of you. Okay, with all your soul, fear the Lord and revere his priest. With all your might, love him who made you and do not abandon his ministries. Fear the Lord and honor the priest and give him the portion anointed and give him the portion enjoined on you. First fruits, sacrifices of re reparation, shoulder gifts, sanctification sacrifice, first fruits of the, of the holy thing. Okay, um, next is the poor and the afflicted. And also give generously to the poor, so that your blessings may lack nothing. Let your generosity extend to all the living, and do not withhold it even from the dead. 
do not turn your back on those who weep, but share the grief of the grief-stricken. Do not shrink from visiting the sick. In this way, you will make yourself loved. In everything you do, remember your end, and you will never sin. Do not try conclusions with anyone influential. In case you later fail, fall into their clutches. I'm going to reread that so you really get the understanding of what they're saying. Uh, this falls under prudence and common sense. Do not try conclusions with anyone influential. In case you later fall into his clutches. Do not quarrel with anyone rich in case he pulls his weight against you. For gold has destroyed many and has swayed the hearts of kings. Do not argue with anyone's arguments and do not pile wood on that fire. Do not joke with anyone uncouth for fear of hearing your ancestors insulted. And do not revival a repent, repentant sinner. Remember that we all are guilty. Do not despise anyone in old age. After all, some of us too are growing old. And do not gloat over anyone's death. Remember that we all have to die. Next is about tradition. Do not scorn the discourse of the wise, but make yourself familiar with their maximums, since from these you will learn the theory and the art of serving the great. Do not dismiss what the old people have to say, for they too were taught by their parents. From them you will learn how to think and the art of the timely answer. Again, prudence. Do not kindle the coals of the sinner in case you scorch yourself in his blaze. Refuse to be provoked by the insolent for fear that such a one tries to trap you in your words. Do not lead, do not lead, lend, do not lend to anyone who is stronger than you. Or if you do let if you do lend, resign yourself to loss. 
do not stand surety beyond your means. Okay. I'm going to stop and go back for some, as for a second, because I need to reread that one before, because again, that's one that a lot of people fall into. Do not lend to anyone who is stronger than you are. If you do lend, resign yourself to loss. Okay? Whatever you loan, don't expect it back. Do not stand surety beyond your means. If you do stand surety, be prepared to pay up. Do not go to law with a judge since judgment will be given in his favor. Do not go traveling with a rash man for fear he becomes burdensome to you. He will act as the wind within he will he will act as the whim takes him, and you will both be bruised by his folly. And you will both be ruined, sorry, by his folly. Do not argue with a quick-tempered man. Do not go with him where there are no other people. Exactly. That should tell you right there. Someone who's quick-tempered, you don't go nowhere with. Your, your danger sign should be up. Your body should be screaming, danger, danger, danger. Since blood counts for nothing in his eyes and where no help is to be had, he will strike you down. Do not ask a fool for advice since a fool will not be able to keep a, uh, to keep a confidence. In a stranger's presence, do nothing that should be kept secret, since you cannot tell what use the sinner will make of it. Do not open your heart to all comers, nor lay calm to their lay calm to their good offices. Women, okay, this is all about women now. Do not be jealous of the wife you love. Do not teach her lessons in how to harm you. And do not put yourself in a woman's hands or she may come to dominate you completely. Do not keep company with a prostitute in case you get entangled in her snare. Do not dally with a singing girl in case you get caught by her wails. Do not stir at a pretty girl in case you and she incur the same punishment. And do not give your heart to whores 
or you will ruin your inheritance. Keep your eyes to yourself in the streets of a town and do not prowl about it unfrequently quarters. Turn your eyes away from a handsome woman and do not stare at a beauty belonging to someone else. Because of a woman's beauty, many have been under many have been undone. This makes passion flare up like a fire. Never sit down with a married woman or sit at a table with her drinking wine. In case you let your heart succumb to her and you're lost and you lose all self-control and side slide to disaster okay and today we see this so much it's sad it's so sad you've even got the married woman throwing herself on the man or you have two married people throwing themselves on each other which is even worse Uh, relation with people. Do not desert an old friend. The new one will not be, the new one will not be his match. New friends, new wine. When it grows old, you drink it with pleasure. Do not envy the sinner, his success. You do not know how that will end. Now, let's go back up because I want you guys to hear this because I, you know, I have experienced this myself and we should really take note when things are put in the word of God. It's there for a reason. This particular chapter is about relationships with people and it says, do not desert an old friend. If you have an old friend, don't leave your old friend. The new one will not be his match. Okay? I know people who have friends for years, and then all of a sudden, they let them go because, oh, they met somebody else, and, you know, they can't match up with them, and all this nonsense. And then after all the dust settles, you know, they realize their old friend was one that they should have kept. New friends, new wine. When it grows old, you drink it with pleasure. Okay. Do not take pleasure in what pleases the godless. Remember, they will, they will not go unpunished here below. Keep your distance from the man who has the power to put to death. And you will not be haunted by the fear of dying. If you do reproach him, if you do approach him, make no false move. 
or he may take your life. Realize that you are treading among trip liners, trip lines, trip lines, that you are strolling on the battlements. Now, people, this is a very wise saying, especially for minorities, uh, for blacks, Hispanics, for people of uh, color who readily run into an issue with uh, the police force. Okay? This is very fitting for that. Um... Uh, Let's read this again. If you do, uh, it says, uh, keep your distance from the man who has the power to put to death. And you will not be haunted by the fear of dying. If you do approach him, make no false moves, or he may take your life. Realize that you are treading among trip, T-R-I-P, dash lines, L-I-N-E-S, that you are strolling on the battlements, okay? Cultivate your neighbors to the best of your ability and consult with the wise for con conversation. Seek the intelligent. Let all your discussions bear on the law of the Most High. Have the upright for your have the upright for your table companions, and let your pride be in the fearing the Lord. Work from skill hands will earn its praise, but a leader of the people must be skilled in words. Chatterbox is a terror to his town. A lost talker is detested. All right, now the next one is government. <laughs> A satirist ruler educates his people and he makes his subjects understand order. As the magistrate is, so will his officials be. As the governor is, so will be the inhabitants of his city. As undisciplined king will be the ruin of his people. A city owes its prosperity to the intelligence of its leading men. The government of the earth is in the hands of the Lord. Can we say that again? Hallelujah. The government of the earth is in the hands of the Lord. He sets the right leaders over it at the right time. Human success 
is in the hands of the Lord. He invests the scribes with honor. And this is why it's important to pray to the Lord about our leaders continually. All of them. From A to Z. The one at the top all the way down to the one in your town. Okay, against pride. Do not represent your neighbor. Do not resent your neighbor's every office and never act in a fit of in a fit of passion. Pride is hateful to God and humility and injustice is abhorred to both. Sovereignty passes from nation to nation because of injustice, arrogance, and money. You see that? Sovereignty passes from nation to nation because of justice, arrogance, because of injustice, arrogance, and money. What has dust and ashes to pride itself on? Even in the even in life, its entrails are repellent. A long illness makes a fool of the doctor. A king today is a corpse tomorrow. For in death, the portion of all alike will be insects, wild animals, and worms. The first stage of pride is to desert the Lord and to turn one's heart away from one's maker. Since the first stage of pride is sin, whoever clings to it will pour forth filth. This is why the Lord inflicts unexpected punishments on such people, utterly destroying them. The Lord has turned mighty princes off from their thrones. The Lord has plucked up the proud by the roots and planted the lowly in their place. The Lord has overthrown the lands of the nations and destroyed them to the very foundations of the earth. Sometimes he has taken them away and destroyed them and blotted out their memory from the earth. Pride was not created for human beings, nor furious rage for those born of women. Now this section is going to be on persons deserving honor. What race 
deserves honor. The human race. What race deserves honor? Those who fear the Lord. What race deserves contempt? The human race. What race contempt? Thou who break the law. Egg leader is honored by his brothers and those who fear the Lord are honored by him. The rich, the noble, the poor. Let them pride themselves on fearing the Lord. It is not right to despise one who is poor but intelligent, and it is not good to honor one who is a sinner. Magnate, magnate, magistrate, uh, potate, potentate. All, all are to be honored, but none is greater than the one who fears the Lord. A wise slave will have free men waiting on him, and the enlightened will not complain. Frankness and humility. Do not try to be smart when you do not, when you do your work. And do not put on airs when you are in difficulties. Better the hand working who had plenty of ever everything than the pretentious at a loss for a meal. My child, be modest in your self-esteem and value yourself of your proper worth. Who can justly, who can justly one who inflicts injuries on himself or respects one who is full of self-contempt. The poor is honored for wit and the rich for wealth. Honor in poverty. Honored in poverty. How much, how much the more in wealth. Dishonor and wealth, how much the more in poverty. Okay, we're going to stop here on chapter 11 of Ecclesiastics. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, please feel free to go over these. These are really, a lot of these are very important. They really touch on today with our young people and course some of us older ones as well
All right, everyone, that is going to be our program. Um, if you would like to contact me, um, you can reach me at macmillan75 at gmail.com or anchor.fm right slash linda-macmillan9. And for those of you who want to sponsor or donate, uh, there's two buttons at the bottom of the page. Just press on those buttons and the information will be given to you, okay? Um, thank you, everyone, for your donations and sponsorships. And thank you to those who have written in or have um, tried to contact me, okay? We appreciate all. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone, let's bow our heads. And dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word. Father, we thank you for guiding us in this word. And Lord, thank you for helping us to understand it so that we can use it in our daily lives, in our daily walk. There's so many things in this word today, Lord, that is happening right now, Father. And I thank you, Lord for bringing it to our attention and helping us to delete those things that are not of you, that are against you, that is not your will, Father, out of our daily lives and out of our walk. Lord, thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Lord, we give you the praise and honor and glory. And again, Father, thank you for this word again today in Jesus' name. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Okay, everyone, this is Minister Macmillan. You have a blessed day and good night.